Welcome to Nancy Wilson's Femina Podcast. This audio is brought to you by Canon Press. As we close this year over at the Femina Podcast headquarters, we want to say thank you so much for all the support, all the ratings and reviews that you guys have left. If you haven't had the opportunity to do so, please go wherever you get your podcast, leave a kind rating and review for Nancy. Cheers. Welcome to the Femina Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you all have had a lovely Christmas celebration, and I can't imagine that you have time to listen to this actually on Christmas Day, but it will be waiting for you in the queue when you get to it. So I thought we would talk about New Year's resolutions today, shall we? (laughs) We all like fresh starts and new beginnings because we all have this longing to get things right, to try again, to do better. Isn't this true? Pretty universally, I think it is. And I also think God must have created us with this desire At least I believe so because he created the world so that, just think about it, every 24 hours we have a fresh day. And even within the days we have a fresh hour, (laughs) we can start over again every hour. He's given us a new week every seven days and opens each week with our creaturely duty to worship him, to gather and sing and pray and listen and eat and drink. And then we have new months each 30 days, and a brand new year every January 1st. And really, that's the big one, isn't it? January 1, a new year, and we just want to start fresh. We want to have a new idea of how we're going to be better every year, what we can do to make it better. God knows how much and how often we need a new start, and He gives us so many opportunities. And again and again, And we need renewal, we need a fresh start, a try again moment. And we have this creaturely longing for it, and I think it's a good gift from God. And so each time we want to try to do better, right? We never make New Year's resolutions that are, this year I want to (laughs) spend more time with my feet up and not doing the dishes. (laughs) But I pulled up a couple of scriptures. There's so many more like this, but just about renewal. Psalm 51.10, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. So how does God create a new heart in us? Well, when we, of course, when we first come to Christ, we're given a new heart. But then as we walk with him, we sin and we need to be forgiven. And when we confess our sins, he's faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So he renews us and puts a right spirit back in us where there was a wrong spirit. And we can tell when our spirit is out of order, can't we? We know. Sometimes you notice you're just a little eggy towards somebody or it's just like, eh, are they just getting on your nerves? Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. That is one important way of starting fresh all the time. Whenever we notice our spirit is not right, that we don't indulge it, we don't ignore it, that we desire to put it right immediately. And he renews us. He cleans us and he renews us. 
And that's part of that creaturely desire to be right with him and to be renewed and cleansed. Another one, 2 Corinthians 4.16, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Day by day, ladies. Our inner man, our inward man is renewed day by day. So no matter how decrepit our bodies are getting, how broken, how old, um, and he's speaking here, I think, about just old age itself, our spirits, our inward man is being renewed. The Holy Spirit's renewing us, refreshing us every day. And what a wonderful promise that is, really. Our bodies are clearly falling apart, clearly falling apart. At least mine is. Let me know if yours is getting younger. <laughs> Our bodies are falling apart, and mine is holding up remarkably well. So I'm not complaining, but certainly it's going downhill. The renewal is daily. It's like a daily shower. He refreshes and renews our spirits every day, each day, one day at a time. He's renewing our spirits. And of course, we have to look to Him for that. We have to thank Him for that. Thank you, Lord, that even though I'm noticing that things are getting a little creaky around here in my external outward body. Thank you that you're refreshing and renewing my spirit every single day. So now getting back to the idea of New Year's resolution, which I think is, again, it's just this creaturely desire for renewal, for being clean, for starting again. It's not a bad thing in itself. I'd, I think New Year's resolutions can be great. It can just give us a motivation, a fresh motivation for new start. It's a new shiny calendar, a new month, not the old rumpled one, and it just feels so official. It's a new year. But I thought I'd like to talk a little bit about the kinds of resolutions we ought to make and the kinds we ought not to make. First of all, remember, whatever your New Year's resolutions are, They're not binding on you. You do not have the authority, thank the Lord, to treat your resolution like it's God's law for you. You don't need to add any new laws to his. You do not need to seek his forgiveness when you break your resolution. Of course, you know, if you resolved not to tell any more lies, of course you have to confess it to God. But that should not be a New Year's resolution. (laughs) That should be your daily commitment as a Christian. So I hope you know that the Ten Commandments are in a different category. I'm pretty sure you know that. By the way, just to insert, Doug and I got married on New Year's Eve day. So the 31st of December is our our anniversary, our wedding anniversary. This year is 45. And I do remember we would sit down and make some resolutions together. Neither of us can really remember what they were. But we would. And it was just, it was fun. We were starting a fresh year of marriage also on this day. And so it, it was just a, we just committed to God. We didn't, um, uh, like I said, I can't remember what they are. I think we sort of got out of the habit of doing that. And for the first few years of our marriage, when we'd go out to dinner, we'd think, why is it so busy? And then it'd be, oh, right, it's New Year's Eve. <laughs> but I will say, if you make early reservations, it's a great night to go out. The restaurants have wonderful specials. And, you know, it's just a great night to go to dinner if you make your reservation at like 5.30. But I digress. Let me get back on to New Year's resolutions. So 
Your resolutions should not be binding on your conscience. Obviously, they are just your own little to-do list. If you're resolving to get the kitchen painted this year, well, hooray. You know, that's a great resolution. But what if you don't? And that's the other thing is then don't feel guilty because this is not a moral issue. All right. Guilt comes from breaking God's law not from breaking your little self-made resolutions, okay? So keep that straight in your mind. And don't make little resolutions that you know you're going to break by two o'clock that afternoon. You know, you're not kidding anybody. And a couple of other warnings. I'd say don't publish your New Year's resolutions on social media. Keep them to yourself. Why? Well, because you're just setting yourself up for either a public bragging session or a public humiliation. So why not just keep your little resolutions, you know, at home (laughs) between you and God or between you and your husband or your family, whatever, whatever kind it is. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, ladies. (laughs) And the other possibility that we could do, that we could, you know, instead of sitting down and making all these resolutions, I'm going to lose, fill in the blank, so many pounds. I'm going to get up every morning at 5.30 and have a half hour of prayer and a half hour of Bible reading. You know, these are the kinds of resolutions that are very hard to keep, and they sound wonderful on paper, but you're just setting yourself up. So just be realistic about this. But we could skip all that and just instead spend some time reflecting on God's mercies to us in 2020 as we leave this year behind. I don't know of any year that everyone has been so excited to leave behind. I'm sure there have been others, wartime years and so forth. This has been a really weird year. And 2021 may be weirder, maybe lots weirder. So we don't want to get our hopes set up too high, do we? We want to just trust the Lord. I think it'd be wonderful to spend some time reflecting on all of his mercies to us in 2020, all that he has taught us in 2020, and then to, that could take us quite a long time right there, but then to just pray that we would all face 2021, whatever's coming, with more courage and more faith, and to not be scared, to not be wimpy, to be courageous women. That's a great thing to pray for, not a resolution, (laughs) but a prayer, which is a different thing. A resolution is something you're telling yourself, where a prayer is something you're actually asking God for. So I hope you have a really lovely Christmas and New Year celebration. I do pray that God will be kind to us in 2021, whatever comes and that we will acquit ourselves like faithful women. God bless you all, and thanks for joining me today.